Hey everyone, it's Mona Lisa, and I am super excited to bring you episode number 53, which also happens to be the very first episode of my rebranded podcast, Love, Light, and Business. So what's changed? Well, on the surface, you'll see a new podcast name in iTunes, a new graphic, and you'll also hear a new intro inspired by one of my mentors, Russell Brunson. I cannot take credit for his amazing intro script. And just to give you some background, the Intuitive Tuesday podcast was something that I came up with around the time I started my business, when it was all brand new. And it was honestly meant to provide inspiration for my then clients, intuitive, introverted women who were searching for more in their lives, their careers, their businesses, and their relationships. So much has evolved in my life and business since then. I've since created a joy-centered six-figure online coaching business and have made my wildest dreams of traveling the world with my husband and with my friends a reality. Today, I am most lit up about serving and inspiring the purpose-driven woman who is craving to make a living and a difference in the world by creating a service-based online business that allows her the freedom to leave her unfulfilling job so she can live life on her own terms. You can expect a mix of short form solo episodes with me. Those will be around 10 to 20 minutes, as well as longer form interview episodes, which will be up to an hour with inspiring women that I've met and connected with all around the world. These episodes will answer the big question, how can we as everyday spiritually minded women create lives we love, and profitable businesses that spread light in a way that feels authentic, natural, and aligned with who we are. Oh, and one more thing. You might be like, okay, I get the words light and business, but why love? Well, I might as well out myself right now. I'm a woman driven by love above all. Love for my husband and the people in my life. Love for my friends, love for my family, love for myself and what I was born to do here in this lifetime. Love for the universe. And most of all, my love for you. The woman who knows there is so much more for her than what the world has showed her so far, who only needs the path to get there to make it happen. I hope you enjoy the new version of this podcast and let's dive right in. So the big question is this, how are everyday spiritually minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business Podcast. One of the number one questions I get asked is this, how do I tune into my intuition to receive business guidance, especially on what to do next? I totally get the question because so often we reach a point where we know what to do next in terms of strategy or logistics. We know that we have to publish that blog post or the website, schedule out our content on social media, or figure out that freaking ideal client already, right? But for some reason, we feel stuck either energetically or we're just not seeing results in our business. 
For example, I had a client recently who was doing all of the right things. She was showing up regularly on social media, publishing her newsletter, getting a 60% converting opt-in page, but she was not getting any requests for discovery sessions and not making any money. By the way, if this is all gibberish to you, stay tuned for the next episode where I'll break down the online marketing funnel in everyday language. So, Anyways, after we made sure to tweak and optimize her marketing funnel and Instagram ads, I knew that there was something else going on. So I asked her to drop into her intuition and ask for guidance on what to do next. Within a couple of days, she reached out to me and told me that her intuition guided her to check her application page and her spam folder. And she actually had five applications waiting for her and she didn't even know. On top of that, her application wasn't even functioning properly on her website and she never thought to double check. So do you see how intuition comes in handy with business? There is no way that we could have known that if we had just been like, okay, let's keep tweaking, let's keep going, let's keep hitting it on the head with a nail and a hammer. Like it's just, just, intuition is something that is completely us connecting, dropping in, asking the universe for what's next, asking the universe for help and support. I'll give you an example from my own life. So I also have a huge bit of exciting news to share, but before I get into that, I want to explain how this whole use your intuition in life thing started for me. And I've never explained this whole story before. And I think that it's time, especially with the launch of the Love Light and Business podcast. So in 2010, I had just graduated from college and I was working as a teller at the bank and I was freelancing on the side, writing for a local paper and some online how-to sites. I don't know if any of you guys remember ehow.com and like all of those, I don't know if it's still around, but all those how-to sites. So I used to write things like how to change your car battery and stuff like that. And I used to get paid a whopping $50 per article. Not my dream jobs, but hey, it paid the bills, right? And then I started getting into this huge existential crisis, asking myself, what am I meant to do with my life? Like it was literally the question always on my mind. And then one night I had a major fight with my husband. Then he was my boyfriend and I was in so much pain. Like I was like, God, like, you know, those fights where you just are drained and you're just like, I can't, I can't even anymore. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like my brain stopped working and I woke up instantly to the present moment. Things got all sparkly and it was so weird. It was like, I was seeing everything around me for the first time. And I had no idea what was happening, but I knew that it felt amazing. The feeling lasted for about a day or even less than that. And then I started searching for this feeling again. I was like, how do I get back to that? That was crazy amazing. And that led me down the path of meditation and yoga. I picked up a book that a therapist from high school had sent to me and it's The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I was like, maybe it's this, right? And then my whole life started to become about finding this amazing feeling, which later I learned, you know, what I actually felt was a Satori or sudden enlightenment. So I became all about finding this feeling again. I bought my first matching meditation pillows from Cost Plus World Market. I set up a cool little altar with a Buddha sculpture, also from World Market. (laughs) It was my go-to spot for like meditation items. And I sat myself down 
every day I just closed my eyes. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, I'm feeling that again because there is something to it. And I didn't know this at the time, but I had unknowingly stepped into a lifelong spiritual journey that would lead me to where I am today. And then flow started to happen and I started receiving intuitive hits as you do, right? When you begin tapping into the intuition, to your intuition, the universe, all that, you start connecting and I'll shorten the month long sequence of events that eventually led me to move to New York city. But it went a little something like this. I read the four hour work week and in there it said, you know, talk to somebody who is at the highest level, reach out to them about partnering. People are more accessible than you think. And I was like, that's a cool nugget from that book. And then I went to Borders. I bought a pretty magazine. This is all using my intuition. On a whim, I reached out to the editor in chief and left a voicemail on her phone. I received a call from this editor and then I worked my butt off to save and move to New York City to become a writer like Carrie Bradshaw because now I was like, oh, I got a connection up in New York. I am moving. (laughs) So let me jump in here and talk about New York for a second. Shortly after moving to New York, I started getting this really strange energy from the editor who told me that she'd hire me and hook me up with a job. Turns out she was shutting down her magazine due to some personal problems and it ended up getting really ugly and sticky, but I was determined to stay in flow and make it in New York. And I was blasting the empire state of mind all day, every day on the subway and allowing my intuition and desires to lead the way. I pounded the pavement and within a month, I had networked with editors from the top national women's magazines in the city. And within two months, I was contributing, interning, and writing for three of them, in addition to contributing to online magazines on dating, travel, health, and relationships. And it was this unique way of trusting my intuition, listening to it, and then moving forward or moving toward my evolving desires that allowed me to do a whole bunch of things. I was introduced to Gabby Bernstein, a mentor who would change the course of my life from her workshop in a tiny yoga studio back in the day in the East Village. It also allowed me to know that it was the right move to go back to California after I realized that the nine to five editor lifestyle situation just wasn't for me. I joined B-School, trained to be a coach and built a coaching business while I was in a nine to five. I knew intuitively when it was the right time to quit my nine to five, even though I thought logically I'd be there for three more years. My intuition let me know that it was time to move to San Diego, the city I dreamed about living in since back when I was a teller. My intuition also helped me make it happen to travel the world and meet my very best friends while doing it. I still remember, um, and I wrote down in my journal, one of my visions for the year was meet really, really amazing high vibe friends and travel the world with them. And when I wrote that down, I didn't even know like one person who fit that description. And now I have so many women who I can do that with. So are you ready now for that exciting bit of news that I mentioned earlier? I've been like, how do I announce this? How do I say it? So I recently got the intuition that it is the right move for me to go back to the San Francisco Bay Area, at least for this next year. Like, I don't know if y'all know, if you've been following my journey, following my story, that this is absolutely a crazy move. So let me, let me back up a little bit. About four months ago, 
something shifted in the energy around feeling completely aligned with San Diego. And it felt very similarly to how I felt when I knew it was time to leave New York. And, you know, it was that feeling that I was like, I'm going to back up this feeling with like logistical thoughts because my dream has always been to live in San Diego and I can't just like up and move because of this intuitive feeling. Right. So talked to my husband about it. And it turns out that what I thought I wanted to grow old and have babies in San Diego stopped being what I wanted. Right. And luckily my husband was on board. And in fact, he was the one who posed the question, do you still want that life here? And the answer was no. And my desire was telling me to move back to the Bay Area to establish a home base from traveling the world near my family. And my intuition was telling me, this is where your next chapter begins. Go. And let me tell you, I tried to ignore this little intuitive hit even more than I ignored the hit to leave New York after finding success. I mean, hello, San Diego was my dream for so long, ever since I can remember, like maybe since I was 22, it was my dream to to move to San Diego. But the signs were everywhere. Every time I meditated, pulled oracle cards, and I even had different friends who don't even know each other ask me if I was going to move from San Diego. They just asked me out of the blue and I didn't even start that conversation. So I'm going and I I share this with you because I want to be a living example about how you use your intuition, in your business and how it's not always an easy decision. You know, following your intuition sometimes isn't always convenient, but I've learned that doing otherwise can have a lot of other unwanted repercussions, or, you know, it just takes you off your path a little bit when you start shutting down and saying, I'm going to let my brain decide what to do rather than letting my intuition and my heart and my connection to the universe make that decision for me. Right. And I know if you're listening to this, your version of listening to your own intuition and going along with your evolving desires might not be as extreme as moving all around the country. For some reason, my story has been all of my big chapters have started with a big move. Um, And that might not be the case for you. But that doesn't mean you don't have a story that's looking to evolve and be written. Now, you might be asking at this point, okay, sounds good. You helped your client, you're moving. So how do I tune into my intuition? How do I even receive these intuitive hits about what to do next in the context of my current desires? Really good questions. So now I'd love to share with you some practices, tools, and a bonus superpower that will help you hear your intuition in your business and life in the context of your desires and what feels good. So the first step, get really clear on your ultimate pressing desire right now. What is it? What do you really think about? What do you really want? What do you really want that you think about most often? What's that thing in the back of your head? Um, For me, when I started asking and, and gathering information and journaling this move out, I realized that what I wanted more than anything was simply to travel the world and travel and be sort of location independent and not have a certain tie to San Diego or anywhere really. And to have that home base be around family. And it, it was like, you know, I traveled so much in 2017 that it was like I was home for a second and then I, and no one was really there and then I would leave and it was just, it wasn't feeling right with me. So my big desire was to be around family again and to travel, right? 
So you get clear on what your ultimate pressing desire is right now. Is it moving somewhere? Is it starting your business? Is it publishing your your latest blog post? Is it putting your website up? Is it starting an Instagram? Is it actually creating your first program? Like what is that? right? Or is your desire similar to mine? Is it that you really want to travel and you enjoy being around friends and family? So after you get clear on that, it's really next about tuning into your intuition to receive guidance on the matter. Like, is it time to leave that nine to five? Should you stay for another year? Should you move? Is it time to have a baby? What do you want to do to move forward, right? Like ask yourself, you know, I mean, be open to receiving that guidance. Okay. So think about the question. So the first step, just to recap, is getting clear on your ultimate pressing desire right now. And then the next step is to tune in and ask a question so you can receive guidance on the matter. Come up with a question. After you have your question, let me help you with some practices that will help you get in touch with your inner guide and actually get the answers to your question. So for me personally, regular meditation and journaling is the bread and butter of tuning into my intuition. And in my show notes over at lovelightandbusinesspodcast.com, I'll share with you my favorite meditations, guided visualizations, and journal prompts that help me on my journey to tuning into my intuition and connecting in with the universe. But what's important here is that you let this process be fluid and not rigid, and not like anyone else's. Take what works from what I share. But if you don't like meditating for 20 minutes, then don't meditate for 10. Or if Bikram yoga or running is your form of meditation, do that. If you don't like to journal, say your prayers out loud. The point is that you get into a state of flow and connection with your higher power and you release that barrier that so many of us hold up and you just become a receptacle for the answers to come and you get out of your own way. You clear that ego, you clear all of those thoughts and you know, it might feel awkward at first or like nothing is happening and that's okay too. Stick with it and stay committed to receiving the guidance on your desire and continue to tap in and listen. So next, I want to share with you the fun tools that I use to tap into my intuition as a complement to meditation and journaling. I love using a pendant for yes or no answers. So if you don't know what those are, it's like you can buy them at a crystal or angel bookstore, maybe on Amazon. It's like a pendant where you hold and then you ask it yes or no questions. Really fun. Um, I also have tarot, angel cards, daily inspiration cards that allow me to you know pull cards and see what the message is for the day. And they're usually so on point. Um, books, books also help bring me back to center. And I'll share that again at lovelightandbusinesspodcast.com. Sage helps me clear out any energy that may be making it hard to feel in flow. So anytime I just feel like my environment is kind of stuck and it's not ideal for you know receiving, I sage. And if I know it's my environment, I sage. So again, check out the show notes for the specific tools, books, and decks that I use every day. I'm super happy to share that with you and share with you what I actually use every single day. And that's all. Like literally, it's that simple. It's just a matter of finding out what you need, like what your most pressing desire is, finding your question, and then finding different ways to reconnect to the same energy that you came from, your source, the universe, God, your higher power, whatever you call it. 
Oh yeah. And I want to share the bonus superpower that I mentioned earlier, focus. Oh my God. Like if I could just like, (laughs) like tell you that there is one thing that makes such a big difference with entrepreneurs, it is focus, especially new entrepreneurs, right? When you're still getting your business off the ground and it's still like either an idea or very early stage, you cannot allow yourself to get distracted by other people's opinions, okay? Trust the guidance that you receive and definitely don't receive a piece of guidance. Like you you ask your question, you get some guidance and then you go and ask 10 friends about their opinion on the matter. Like I've seen this happen, guys. It's not helpful. I want you to think about this as something that is sacred, something that is between you and your source and start developing trust in the guidance that you receive. Otherwise, and I'm definitely speaking from experience here and I see it all the time, you will end up with 10 different opinions and feel even more confused on what to do next. One more word on focus, social media and the internet is set up to be distracting and to cause us to look at a million bright, shiny objects. I even checked social media a bunch of times as a distraction to writing this podcast because it's like longer than usual. Um, So it's really, really pervasive in our lives today, right? But I want to tell you that success belongs to those of us who can focus and put boundaries on our time and energy as best we can. The ones who can focus move forward and create masterpieces. Sometimes I think about Beethoven and Mozart and the great artists. And I think, man, it must've been much easier to be creative when all you had to do was to, all you had to do to distract yourself was a house phone that may or may not ring that day. And like, maybe you had neighbors who may or may not come over. They might be miles away, right? Not to downplay the amazing greats, but like, right. Do you think about that? Like, If all the distraction you had was a phone and a neighbor who was miles away who maybe had to take their horse, I don't know how back in the day I'm bringing this, but like you might not even get a visitor. That's a lot of focus. And from that space, you can create a lot of masterpieces because you can hone in on what you're trying to do and finish it from start to finish. So be purposeful with how you spend your time and energy and use your focus in addition to your intuition as your superpowers. All right. So that is all for today's episode. Make sure to download your show notes at lovelightandbusinesspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave me some love and light and give me five stars in iTunes. Those really help with the ratings and getting the word out for the podcast. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next time on the next episode of the Love, Light, and Business Podcast.